Welcome to the Decades of Strength podcast. Four women born in four different decades on a mission to help you eat right, get strong, and feel confident in your body. We have all struggled with our body image and confidence at some point, which is why we came together to create this podcast, to remind you that no matter how old you are, you can do this. All you need is support and us, your four empowered besties, to help you crush it on your health and fitness journey. Join us each week for an episode packed on not just what to do, but how to actually do it. We share the crap that no one else talks about because you deserve to succeed and we love keeping it real. Whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, or beyond, we got you covered. From four badass women to another, know that we love you, we appreciate you, and you deserve to feel good in your body. Now let's dive in. And welcome back to another episode of the Decades of Strength. And this evening, we are doing a mini episode And we are going to talk about scale weight. Um, It's a topic which causes people a lot of stress, which is why we decided that we wanted to just kind of talk through um, our views on it, how you should use it, um, and really just to try and help you release some of the emotional attachment and hold it may have over you. So ladies, this is a this is a hot topic. Um, I will start off and say I haven't weighed in probably three years. Um, I stopped because my emotional attachment to the scale was just too huge. It would ruin my mind, my day, just literally my whole life. Um, so I'd be interested to see where you ladies are all at currently with your skills. I'll, I'll uh, follow you up and say I am the same as you. The only time I've gotten on a scale was um, at the doctor's office because, you know, they make you like hop on. Mm-hmm. But uh, same, same thing. I think the scale used to be that thing where I started my day off, like got out of bed, immediately stepped on the scale. If it was a high number, I would be it would kind of send me into a downward spiral and I'd feel like crap the rest of the day and I'd probably make poor decisions with food and I'd feel really bad about myself. And if it was a good scale day, then I'd be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And probably sabotage myself and be like, well, the scale's down. So now I can eat a treat. And so it was this like guiding, it was like the guiding (laughs) anchor to my day. And I realized I just didn't want to have this. It felt like I was a little bit bipolar with the scale Mm -hmm. and I just didn't want to have that anymore. And so I don't know, one day I think I just decided like, I'm going to get off of it and I can always get back on, but for now I'm getting off of it because I am way more than this number. Like who, who cares? Like it doesn't matter. I just want to feel good. So I can say that that definitely skyrocketed my progress because I stopped kind of obsessing with the number. Yeah, that's amazing. And actually it's something that um, I hear a lot of people saying, well, if I don't weigh myself, then I'm going to go and overeat or I'm not going to be. And it's like, it's not the scale that's causing you to go and overeat. It's not the scale that's driving your behaviors. It's the mental mindset around it all. So um, yeah, it's such an interesting topic, but thank you so much for sharing. Ladies, Marcy, where are you at? Oh gosh. I feel like I'm always the long-winded one. (laughs) Uh, cause I've got a lot to say about this. Um, I, I, I've worked with an online coach for so many years, 36, I started when I was 25 and pretty consistently have had someone on my side supporting me in my goals, whether that was fat loss, muscle building, 
um, reverse dieting, whatever it is. And what came along with that is monitoring scale weight you know, pretty much on a daily basis. So I feel like when I am not working with a coach, I tend to not weigh myself daily because as Sam said, yeah, I mean, even though I know the importance of detaching how I feel from the number that I see, you know, it can still, or it would still get to me from time to time, especially if I was like, all right, I did exactly the same thing yesterday that I did before or the day before. Why is the scale up two pounds, you know? And, but lately I have been weighing myself. Yeah. Like every day because I was working with a coach. So I was in a fat loss phase for six months and then I was reverse dieting and you do kind of need to weigh yourself. And it was something that he was expecting of me. And I really did not mind it. I was able to detach from what the number said way more easily this time around. I am currently not working with him anymore. And I've decided that even though I'm still reverse dieting, I'm not going to weigh myself every day, like maybe just every couple of days to kind of check in, which I think that can be a reasonable approach um, just for maintenance, right? Like there are things to monitor if you want to maintain your weight or your progress. So if you can check in, you know, maybe once a week, once every couple of weeks, knowing that there may be some fluctuations, but you're not seeing this like upward trend over time, if that's not what you want. Um, but I think I, I told the story about a couple of years ago when I went to that powerlifting gym and was expected to gain weight and was put on the scale every single day, making sure that I was on track with the weight gain. And if I wasn't like I was reprimanded, I was, um, I feel like he kind of would like take it out on me in my training and he would, it was almost like psychological abuse, to be honest with you. And I was expected to gain a certain amount of weight by a certain time. And if I didn't, I would get kicked out of the gym. So when it came into like my official weigh-in day, I was 0.9 pounds away from my goal weight. And he kicked me out of the gym for a month. And it was like, so embarrassing, so shameful. <laughs> so yeah, I've got, I have some like trauma around the scale uh, from the past, but these days, I guess I can just kind of see it for what it is. Yeah. So you've managed to achieve a bit more of that. Like it is just data, which is something that you hear said to people quite a lot when they're saying they've got this emotional attachment to the scale. Quite often you'll hear it's just data. And it's like, yeah, it is. But when you have that kind of attachment to it, it, it just doesn't sit in the mind like that. So you've had a really good post about that a couple of months ago. Where, about what you just said yeah. about like, you know, yeah, like having a coach who would tell you that or, or if you, you are a coach and you're telling your clients that, you know, it may not be as simple as it's just data. Yeah. And I totally understand that. Yeah, a hundred percent. So thank you for sharing your experience. And I'm sorry that that dude, the power uh, thing was such a douche. Anyway. Well, I'm not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Kim, Lady Kim, Queen Kim. Queen Kim. So I have a long and winding and twisted and sorted uh, history with the scale. Ooh, Probably um, the, the low point for me with the scale was my Weight Watchers days. I don't oh. know how familiar you ladies are with Weight Watcher yeah. meetings. Um, for me, 
it felt very like I thought this is just what people did. But years later, looking back on it, I was like, wow, that was messed up stuff. You know, we would come in once a week and it would be this big to do. Like I thought about it all week long. Like this was the moment in the week for me for this chunk of time. And, you know, if the scale said what I wanted, there was like a party. I was excited. Everybody in the room was excited for me. They didn't see the number. You were behind this little curtain, but people would yell out their good numbers, right? Like, oh, you know, and there would be this like, we, we all, but like, we just didn't have party horns, but that's what it felt like. It really felt like this big celebration. And then obviously if the scale didn't say what you want, there was just like hushed tones and like disappointment. And I will tell you that either way, I ate more on Saturdays because I either celebrated or Ooh. I went and had a pity party. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I screw this, this isn't working. And I did it every week. <laughs> like, yeah. And then whatever would happen then Sunday, I'd be like really reining it in. And like by the end of the week, I would be like not eating at all. And I would like manipulate my clothing. Like it was crazy, the hoops I was jumping through. And so that was kind of like the backbone of where like my bad relationship with the scale was. I'm in a really good place now. It mm-hmm. has taken many years uh, working with my coach and then working as a coach to get to the place I'm at with the scale now. Now I weigh if I'm in a fat loss phase or a muscle building phase. I'm not in any kind of phase right now. <laughs> Just trying to get by over here during quarantine. <laughs> <Just> living. I, <laughs> I, I, I might, uh, I might, I'm toying with the idea of a fat loss phase. I haven't decided yet. It's not that important to me right now. Um, but I will say when I am in a fat loss phase, I like to weigh. As a coach, I like the scale as a tool for people it's appropriate for. There are many people it's just not a good fit for. When people come to me and they have a similar history as I do, if they're willing to, I like to help them learn how to see the scale as data. And we go through a period of time where we weigh daily for sure. And we talk about it. And I kind of give them the exact opposite experience. Like I'm not cheering for them when the scale goes down, but I'm talking them through the ups and downs and understanding what what does me stepping on the scale mean to my life? And what does it mean about my weight loss? if it means anything at all. So I like Mm -hmm. to help people get to the point of neutrality with the scale and using it as a data point. Yeah. Yeah. Kim, you just hit that word. That's like, I feel like that's the word neutrality of life. Yeah. When, when there's less emotional attachment or emotional extremes to the thing, that's when you're in a healthy place. Yeah. You have a balanced approach to the scale. It's like, okay, it's up. Yeah, it's up. Maybe I got a poop. Maybe it had high salt, high carb, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's down. Cool. Maybe I'm just dehydrated. Like maybe I'm making progress, but either way, it doesn't mean that much on the day to day, you know? And it's, so I think hitting that word neutral, like that's so, that is like the goal, I think, at least for me and my clients is like, just, it is what it is. Like very matter of fact with the scale, like, yep, it's just a thing. Okay. Next. Yeah. I I woke up yesterday to messages from, I think from three different clients and even a girl on Instagram who had reached out to me last week after I had put up a post about my reverse dieting. And I told her like, you should probably start raising your calories. So she did it. And she comes back to me yesterday, like the scale is up two pounds, you know, basically like fuck you. <laughs> what have you done to me? Um, she's like, well, I've been maintaining my weight all week. And then like today it's up two pounds. It happened with another one of my clients too, where we are reverse dieting and she has, I, I think there are some deeper underlying issues going on. Like, I mean, I know that for sure when it comes to body image and fear of the scale going up, but 
I finally got her to start increasing her calories, knowing that she was so scared. And her weight has been very, very stable, like fluctuating maybe a couple of ounces here and there. And then all of a sudden, after raising calories last week, the scale was up two pounds on Monday. And she's like, that's it. I'm out. Calories are dropping to what they were before this. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, you have to view this logically and you cannot make a rash decision based on one day of data. I was like, go back and look at the tracker sheet and what the numbers were doing before today. And everything was completely stable. Like it is literally impossible. And Chad Hargrove put up a really good post about this uh, that I shared in my stories yesterday about, you know, if you are a female, your metabolism is probably 1700 to 2200 or like maintenance calories. In order to gain two pounds of fat, you would literally have to eat like six to 7,000 calories in one day. And like, I know for her, she was definitely not doing that. (laughs) And most people, you know, aren't. So yeah, uh, that is the thing I think is most important is just, okay, it's up a little bit one day. As Kim said, I'm going to remain neutral and I'm not going to make any rash decisions like increase my cardio today by an hour or slash my calories or whatever it may be, which could lead to um, poor behaviors after the fact. Not poor behaviors, but influencing behavior or outcomes right you know um yeah you're starving the next day and then you're going to overeat and like it just can become this very vicious cycle yeah so i think for you listeners if you are listening to this and you are identifying that you know the scale is having a bigger influence over your daily activities over your daily behaviors your mood how you're feeling about yourself then it really would be time to start getting honest with yourself and to start taking steps to try and free yourself from this particular relationship either by perhaps starting to work with a coach like Kim who can help you to, you know, move into or any of us move into this like more neutral um, zone with the scale or you know what, there are many other ways to track your progress. The scale is not the only tool and actually majority of my clients do not weigh. We use measurements, we use photographs, we use clothes, we use how they're feeling, all of these things. So if you really do have a, you know, a really huge emotional attachment to the scale, um, you need to know that it is not the only tool and you do not have to do it. Um, so just to empower you to know that, I think there's a real, um, there can be a real sense of, oh, well, if I'm not weighing, then that means there's something wrong with me. And, you know, that's going to mean that I'm going to fail and all of this. And that's just bullshit. It's not at all. Um, but yeah. It's just about being really honest with yourself about where you are at with it right now so that you empower yourself and get some control over it ladies do we have to yeah i have one more thing to say a great thing that's helped me and most of my clients is um if you do find that you struggle with the scale is writing a letter to it so treat it like you are in a relationship with it right because Mm -hmm. it's really not the scale it's the relationship to the scale it's how you relate to the scale that's the actual emotional thing so like i had my one of my clients Ina, she she was struggling her scale weight was going all over the place she's like what's wrong with me i don't know what i'm doing wrong and i was like there's nothing wrong with you let's talk about this so we kind of hashed it out had her write a letter to the scale and i wanted her to write 
how it served her. So like all the benefits and when it, when it doesn't serve her and just anything that was on her mind in relationship to the scale. And it was like, she, she came back. She's like, I wrote like three pages to this. (laughs) And she's like, it's, I, I finally, like, I took a deep breath and I was just like, yes, I, like, I am not living by this freaking thing anymore. It's just a little piece of technology and it's had control over me for so long. And I was so freeing to just be like, bitch, you don't own me. Like, this is just a number. Like, thank you for helping me stay on track and whatever. But like, I'm controlling you. Like, you don't get to tell me how I dictate my day. And she's like, since then, it's been such a game changer for me. So you guys, like, if you are struggling with the scale, write a letter to it. It might sound crazy, but try it first before you call it crazy and see what happens. Because I know for me, it totally changed my relationship. I did it. And I was like, what am I doing? Like writing a a letter to an inanimate object, whatever. I don't care. I'm trying it because nothing else has worked. And it does. It works. It really like takes, it puts you back in the power. So try it. Let us know. DM us. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing, ladies. We have loved being here for you, speaking to you, and we hope this has been insightful. Obviously, any questions, reach out to any of us in our DMs, and we are more than happy to chat, and we will catch you on the next mini episode. ta for now. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. All right, that wraps up another episode of the Decades of Strength podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We know that life is crazy and time is precious, and we really do appreciate you spending your time with us. If you love this podcast, please subscribe, review, and rate it on iTunes. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Send this to your friends. Please, please, please just tell everyone about it. We are determined to have the biggest and the most inclusive community of women sitting at the picnic table together. We love you, we appreciate you, and we can't wait to hear what you think of this week's episode. Four women, one mission. We are the Decades of Strength. Sam, Marcy, Sarah, and Kim. Catch you right back here for our next episode.